It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. What's up, everybody? The Washington Wizards are hosting a struggling and depleted Brooklyn Nets team Friday night in D.C. In this episode, we're going to discuss potential lineups, injury updates, and our keys to victory next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again, with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. And today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. So, E, Friday night, Brooklyn coming in, depleted. Got a lot of stuff going on. We're going to talk about it in a little bit. But looking at the three position, if you're a West Unsell, do you roll out Gill again? Or do you start Denny, considering, you know, he – you know, probably will be guarding KD. Yeah, it's interesting, especially with Corey Kispert coming back. Um, I I could see I could see a world where Corey Kispert starts. I I honestly would like to see where we get a chance to start too, just to experiment with lineups. Um, I really love the lineup with uh, Brad at the point. Uh, Rui was out there, Kuz was out there, Denny was out there, Porzingis was at the five. It was just a big lineup, and it didn't really matter who the two guard was. It was just interchangeable guys, switchable guys that could uh, defend. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think he's going to go with Gil again. I think he just likes, I think he likes what Gil brings with, um, you know, the intangibles and just being coachable. 
kind of like like we said, the, the, he's the Nick Collison of the Wizards, where he just works hard uh, on and off the court. Um, I do like Denny coming off the bench a little bit because he he gets to handle the ball a little bit more. Uh, but I could see I could see a scenario where, where maybe Corey Wood started the three, um, just because he he can shoot the ball. Now I know defensively it would be rough. Um, I could see a scenario where, where Rui starts at the three. So. Um, but I, I do think tomorrow night they're going to start Gill. It just with this team right now, it kind of matters who finishes and not and not who starts because even with Monte Morris, like I said, I think their best lineup was the Bradley Bill um, lineup with with Brad and, and Kuz, Rui, and Denny, and then Porzingis. Um, so I think mo- really just it really matters more who finishes the game. Like I think when Delon Wright comes back too, he's going to be finishing game finishing games. But um, yeah, KD is going to be a tough matchup. So. Is Denny going to be guarding him? We'll probably talk about that a little bit later too. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think tomorrow night he's going to stick with Gill. He's going to try to integrate Corey in. Um, if you look at the depth chart, Will Barton maybe he might get an opportunity to start. But I like him coming off the bench too as a six man. So they really just don't have a perfect guy at that three spot. They really just don't have a natural three and D guy. They have Denny who they're trying to force into be a three and D guy. Then they have Rui who they're trying to force into be a three and D guy. They just don't have the natural three and D guy. All those guys are different kind of players than that. The three and D like a, um, like a Jay Crowder or, or like a Mikel Bridges kind of three and D guy that they're trying to make our guys into. Um, so there's just no perfect answer, but I think, I think Wes going to start Gill. And then we may eventually see, like you said, Denny get that job back or Rui get that job or maybe even Corey Kispert at some nights. Yeah, I think there's, it may be too early to tell. It may be mm-hmm. a game-time decision because, you know, if you look at Brooklyn, Kyrie just got suspended five games. We're not going to get into mm-hmm. that, but, you know, it yeah. is what it is. Um, ben Simmons is out. So, you know, Ben Simmons is one of those players where he can play point guard, he can play it four, you know, him being out. So it really goes – really, he's going to go off really what Brooklyn's going to send out there. You don't know if they're going to play KD at the three or the four. You know, if, if they play KD at the four, they can slide in Joe Harris, which – if I'm Brooklyn, I'm I'm throwing shooters out there just because you're missing so much firepower with Irvin being out and a lot of defense with, you know, uh, Ben Simmons being out. So you, mm-hmm. you're going to try to outscore the other team. So you could see a lineup with Brooklyn, you know, man, I mean, because they're depleted. And, you know, even with Kurt, uh, Kyrie Irvin, they were struggling. You know, so Patty Mills maybe a point. Um, if it was me, Cam Thomas at the two. KD at the four, I would put Joe Harris at the three, and of course Nick Claxton. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't know. I, I yeah, you could see Gill because, like you said, he he likes Gill. But if it's me, I would put Denny. I would start mm-hmm. Denny just because yeah. I want Denny on KD. You know, I think he can handle the job. You know, KD. You know, can you really stop KD? Uh, you <laughs> I mean, no, you can't. I mean, kind of <laughs> contain him. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not going to stop KD. He's just a pure scorer. So. I think that anybody on the team, it would be Denny who would have the best opportunity to kind of slow down KD. So, mm. yeah, it's tricky. But, you know, we said in the offseason that one of the things we liked about this team is we have a lot of players who can play multiple positions. So, you know, can West kind of piece together a rotation real quick? I think he can because, you know, like I said, Brooklyn's struggling. You know, they're two and six right now and they got a lot going on, you know. So, yeah, I would definitely go with Denny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do have a lot of turmoil. Like you said, we don't want to get into the Kyrie Irving thing. The news broke um, this evening that he is going to be suspended for five games. Um, like you said, they were reeling with these guys. They just and they fired their coach Steve Nash. And guess who they're hiring? 
uh, Emi Udoka, you know? So, I mean, it's just a crazy um, couple of days for this franchise. Um, them being two and six is definitely disappointing for sure. And, and they're definitely underachieving, but you look at their roster, they really, they just don't have a lot of depth there. It's, it's KD, Kyrie, Ben. Ben is getting acclimated. I don't even think he scored 10 points yet or double digits yet. So he's he's still trying to find his feet and get back into playing shape and playing mode. Um, he hasn't played like the Ben Simmons that we've seen from the Sixers, nowhere near it. Uh, but they, they got KD, Kyrie, and you know Royce O'Neal, he's a good player. He's a solid player. Um, Joe Harris is a shooter. Nick Claxton is a guy who's getting better each year. Um, and then you look at their bench, they just don't really have a lot of depth. I mean, Patty Mills is a good player. Um, he's always killed the Wizards. Um, Cam Thomas is barely getting any playing time. You look at the last game they played, he got one minute. And then he also put up an Instagram post as well, basically kind of, you know, sending, um, what do you call it, like uh, cryptic messages that he's not getting playing time. Uh, Markeith Morris was a DNP. Um, so, their rotation is kind of off. You got a coach who just got fired and Steve Nash. You're bringing in Emma Udoka. Then you got the Kyrie, you know, press conferences and, and whatnot. Joe, even their um their their owner, um, Joe Sai or Joey Sai. I'm, I'm probably mispronouncing his name, but uh, he's on Twitter, you know, talking about Kyrie Irving as well. So it's just a lot of turmoil. And the last game they lost against the Bulls, Kyrie had four points, went two for twelve. 0 for 6 from the three-point line. So they're just they're really struggling right now. And this this is like a perfect game. This is a perfect opportunity for the Wizards to get a W against this team. I mean, you, you would look at on paper, you see KD Kyrie and, and and Ben Simmons, which you think Ben Simmons would be, and you would say, Oh man, the Nets have the advantage here. But honestly, it looks like the Wizards have the advantage over this team. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But before we move on. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. How does it work, you ask? You pick two to five players, and if they go and score more or less than their Prize Picks projections, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. For example, I did a bet tonight on Thursday night football, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping they come through for me. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you can watch. This includes the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, PGA Golf, college football, men's and women's basketball, soccer, the WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, mixed martial arts, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Injury can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Saf, oh, saf. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operation in over 30 states and Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 with promo code Locked on. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code Locked On at sign up for instant deposit matchup to $100. Prize Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who could help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. 
And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thanks. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get podcasts. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So, injury update. As you know, Corey Kispert is back in the fold. So, with our current struggles at the three-point line, do you think with Corey Kispert coming back, would that alleviate the pressure a little bit? That's a good question. Um, I was actually pulling up the numbers here on um, three-point percentage. So we're ranked 21st in the league in three-point percentage at 34%. Um, looking at Brooklyn, too, they're not shooting the three-ball well. They're ranked 22nd. Uh, but I think it will help for sure. I just think – I don't think three-point shooting is really our calling. I, I just don't. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's our forte. I think our best attribute really is um, scoring in the paint. You know, we're ranked ninth in the league and scoring a paint 51.5 points per game. I think we're going to run our offense through Porzingis. And I think a big, a big part of it too, I'm not going to blame Bradley Bill or anything like that, but Bradley Bill over the years, he just, he has regressed as a three point shooter. I think it's better suited for him in the mid range game and get into the basket. And he only shot two threes last game. And that was his best game of the whole season. In my opinion, last night against the Sixers, uh, where he only shot two threes. He was very effective getting to the basket. He was very effective uh, knocking down the mid range shot, step backs, um, those are his shots north. Now, that's just his game. I think we have to realize that Bradley Bill is just not uh, – he's not an elite three-point shooter anymore. And he's still a three-level scorer. He's still, he's still capable, but he's he, I, he's just not – he's not that guy where he's going to shoot 40% from three anymore or anything like that. So I just think we need to go with our bread and butter, which is getting the ball into the paint. Now, yes, in a perfect world, we want to shoot more threes. That's what the NBA game is now, shooting a bunch of threes, space on the floor out. I get that. I think Corey can definitely help with that, and ball movement will help our threes too. So Corey will definitely help with making that a threat. Porzingis, he attracts double teams, so Corey will be a guy that can just catch and shoot and knock it down. Bradley Bill attracts double teams too, so Corey's got to be ready. I think he definitely can help. I think Will Barnes is a good three-point shooter. I think Monte is a good three-point shooter. Um, Rui is a good three-point shooter. Denny is getting better. He's improving at at three-point shooting. Kyle Kuzma is is capable as well. Um, But to answer your question, I do think Corey will help. But I, I just I just don't think this team should lean on shooting threes. I think they need to stick with getting the ball to Porzingis in the post and getting Brad off the screens and getting to the basket. Yeah, I agree. I, I totally agree on all accounts. I think that 
you know, Corey coming back will help. I think we will shoot better in the long run, but this, mm. like you said, it's just not our cup of tea, man. It's just, you know, three-point shooting <laughs> has been a struggle for a while now, man. So, you know, I agree that, you know, scoring in the paint, especially when you got Przingis, who has just been playing crazy out of his mind lately. Mm. I mean, he's playing at all-star level. So, you know, them running the offense to KP, I think, you know, we mentioned in the last episode, that the offense is more fluid. You know, let Brad kind of be that scorer. And like you said, you know, is he still a three-level scorer? Yes, but his three-point shooting has has taken a dip. It's very noticeable. Ooh. And so, yeah, more mid-range. Um, and I think another aspect we're, you know, we're kind of forgetting is that I like to see this team drive the lane a lot more. Kyle mm-hmm. Kuzma, you know, with his, his size, you know, when he's on, he's able to attack the rim and really score some impressive baskets. Yep. You know, and I think that with them driving the lane more, you will see more touches at the free throw line. I think it's a win-win. You know, I want to see them attack more. I, I want to see more of a killer instinct on the offense. You know, I think there's enough athleticism scoring on his offense that they can, you know, kind of push the pace. I know we've been saying that forever, and I know, right, you know, we haven't right. seen too much of the offense going faster, but I think you can be fast in fluidity. And then what I mean by that is not so much picking up the pace because Monte is just not going to do that. It's just, you know, getting the ball off faster, you know, passing the ball around faster, you know, finding the open guy, you know, really, you know, I think that's, where we're more successful is finding an open guy, you know, opening up the shots for Coos, for Brad. So, no, I, I totally agree. You know, um, looking at the injury, obviously, uh, DeLon Wright's still out. You know, we, you know, we mm-hmm. talk, you know, his his presence is felt. But, mm-hmm. you know, on the other side of the aisle, uh, Ben Simmons being out, you know, hate him or love him. You know, the shot, we could talk about that. That mm-hmm. could be a whole episode in itself. But his <laughs> defense, he has proven to be – and also a level, a level de- defender. So, you know, I think that's a loss on Brooklyn. So with this with this game, I think we definitely have to take advantage. This is a the right moment to knock off the Brooklyn Nets. I, you know, because I think this is a very winnable game. So, you know, with all the issues they have, this is the right time to kind of smack them in the face a little bit. They ain't mm-hmm. trying to be violent. But, you know, I mean, the metaphor is just, you know, this is the perfect time because – you never discount KD. KD is just KD. KD's going to score. He's going to. He's probably going to drop thirty, and they're probably going to lose the game. Just mm-hmm. the way it is. So, nah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, and, and Porzingis can shoot the three two, so he's a guy that can space the floor and knock it down. Um, just looking at three point three pointers attempted per game. Uh, Washington, we're dead last in three points. Three pointers attempted a game with twenty eight point three. New Orleans, the Pelicans, they're at 28.6. The Atlanta Hawks, they only attempt 29.3. They're ranked 27th. Um, the Clippers are, are ranked 25th with 31.3. So the Clippers are a good team. Atlanta's a good team. Chicago's a good team. They're 20 with 29.1. So um, you know, I used to think I used to think three-point shooting in this day and age. Of course, Golden State's their number one with 41.9. But there are good teams that are not shooting a lot of threes, like Chicago, DeMar DeRozan. Like honestly, Brad's shot chart is, is starting to look like DeMar DeRozan because he's shooting a lot of mid-range shots and he's getting to the basket a lot. He's not shooting a lot of threes. Um, like I said, the Clippers are a good team. New Orleans, they're a good team with Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, uh, CJ McCollum. So three-point shooting isn't everything. It's a plus for us, but I just think the way this team's constructed, I think we're we're just better getting to the basket. And yeah, we're we're just we, we can try to, to change our identity to shoot more threes, but like I said, last night is what we should do. I know I know Joel and B was out. I know Kyrie's going to be out tomorrow on Ben Simmons, but like you said, we got to take advantage of this. We got to be not to be too violent, like you said. We got to put our foot on the neck on their necks. We smell blood right now. We have to go for the kill against this team. We got to take advantage of these opportunities against teams right now. Missing people. 
Oh yeah, I totally agree. Look, I, I'm not mad they got people out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, let's roll, you know. But you got to take advantage because, like, you know, we always preach that the Eastern Conference is a monster. So if you have the opportunity to get a win against the Brooklyn's, you know, with key players being out, go for it. You know, because, you know, I, I know this team has kind of frustrated fans a little bit the last three games before mm-hmm. the win. But I think they will get better. I, I'm still optimistic with this team. I think this is a winnable game. I think it give us momentum because it, the schedule doesn't get easier. You know, we mm-hmm. turn around, we have Memphis. And they're just – they're a good team. They're a team that's going to be a sleeper in the West. So, you know, but I think this team will turn turn it around. You know, it's just – you mentioned the last episode is the one key to this team is everybody finding their identity and, and mm-hmm. playing that role. You know what I mean? I think that was <laughs> – that was the best comment I've heard in a while for this team because it's, it's clear cut. You know, if they can identify their roles and play those roles, I think this team can – be that team we want them to be it's just you know i think at their worst i hate the iso ball man i just you know i've mm-hmm. said it before i hate the iso ball i hate you know it's a team sport for a reason you know this team is a good team but when we start playing like individuals we see the team you know the, the l's we took because of iso ball so you know overall just playing team basketball and that's going to slide into our keys to victory so e Going into Friday night's game against Brooklyn, what are your keys to victory for this team to beat the Brooklyn Nets? Uh, of course, defense, transition defense has to be better. Communication has to be better. Um, running, running the offense through Porzingis, like you said, everybody knowing their role. I think, you know, of course it's about wins and losses, but I think if they play good ball, like you said, team ball, that will give them the best chance to win. The way they played last night, playing team ball, Denny being that defensive stopper, Brad being that score, not being a point guard, just being a scorer. Porzingis being the score that he is, just being a mismatch. I don't see anybody that can check Porzingis. So the first three plays, I want to see them get a ball to Porzingis in the post on Nicholas Claxton. Um, if they're playing Marquise Morris, um, if they're playing Sharp, their other big backup big, I don't see uh, if KD is guarding Porzingis, that's a, that's still a mismatch. So my big key, is, of course, is feeding Chris S. Porzingis because he seriously is having an all-star year. Um, and he hasn't been an all-star since 2018, and he didn't have back-to-back double-doubles, you said, last night since 2020. So um, he's, ser- he's seriously playing at an all-star level. So give him the basketball quickly. Um, get back on defense. Also, um, transition defense got to get back, defend the paint, um, and just how they're going to guard Kyrie. You know, how I mean, I'm not going to Kyrie. How are they going to guard uh, Kevin Durant? You know, I don't want to see them double him. You know, because when we double James Harden, it just didn't work. So I don't want to see them double him. I know he can go off for 40 and it may be that kind of night, but he can still lose. So I, I would personally, I would not double uh, Kevin Durant, uh, but they got to guard the three point line. The Wizards are, are 27th in the league with three point percentage allowed, um, given a 40 percent from the three point line. So I want to see and push the pace. Like we said too, Denny, if he gets the rebound, push it. Rui, if he gets the rebound, push it. Kuz, if he gets the rebound, push it. I don't care who you are. If you get the ball, push it because all these guys can handle the rock. Um, Porzingis can handle the rock a little bit too. You know, I'm not saying he needs to get the ball and always push it, but all all of our all of our young guys can get the ball and push. Rui, Kuz, Denny, um, Brad, uh, Barton can push. So just push the pace. Let's run. Let's have some fun. Brad said he wanted to get back to having fun. I think they had fun last night against the Sixers. So just push the pace. Um, let's run. Let's get good shots. Feed Porzingis. And um, let's communicate on defense. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on all of them. You know, for me, 
total team defense, you know, communication on defensive end, people knowing their defensive assignments. You know, there, there has been confusion with people not knowing their assignments and kind of taking the time to get down the court. Uh, transition defense, another, you know, I want to see a complete team defensive effort against Brooklyn because, look, Brooklyn's still a dangerous team. You know, Seth Curry plays, he can shoot lights out. You know, KD, I mean, you know, couldn't you not say about KD's game? You know, it's a mismatched roster, but they can still, it's the NBA. You know, you can win or lose any given night. So, you know, I, w- I would definitely not underestimate this team, but, you know, controlling the paint, you said it. You know, I think KD, or KD, um, KP is going mm-hmm. to eat Nicholas Clash's lunch, man. I'm saying right now. <laughs> he, he, he's, he's not going to roll with KP, man. It's just, it's not going to happen. KP's mm-hmm. going to do whatever he wants. And I see, um, Gaff having a better night. I see Gaff. I was going to bring him up too. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and predict the 15 points, mm-hmm. 11 boards. Okay. I like it. it. I like yes, it. Sir. So I think he's going to have a better game. You know, it's just this team is turmoil. I think this is a very winnable game. You know, Bradley Bill, at, you know, like you mentioned, him. And you see this with a lot of franchise guys or guys who are used to being the guy, you know, kind of giving the keys to KP to kind of run the offense. I think he's going to. Be that defining moment for Bradley Bill, you know, mm-hmm. kind of handing the keys over and giving some responsibility over to KP, you know, because I think by doing that, he's going to alleviate a lot of pressure off his shoulders, not mm-hmm. having to be that guy every single game. You know, KP has proven he is that good sidekick. I'm not going to say sidekick, man, because he's he's been playing the best. So mm-hmm. kind of his partner in crime, you know what I'm saying? He, you know, KP has been playing at an all-star level. You know, Kuz, he, he, he played well last game. I believe it was 18 points last game. So Kuz is really stepping to his role. So, you know, just consistency. I think if this team is consistent, this team can go places, especially with Kispert coming back. So, and then finally, you know, you already hit it, um, ball movement. Mm-hmm. You know, picking up the pace a little bit, you know, catching the defense off guard, getting down the court. You know, it doesn't have to be the point guard. You know, we have guys, like you said, who can bring the ball up. You know, KP can't bring the ball up. You know, I'd, I'd rather see Brad, Monte, or Denny do it. But, you know, you know, just – Whoever gets rebound, push the pace, push the pace, mm-hmm. you know, ball movement. So, you know, th- those would definitely be my keys to victory Friday night. So before we roll, did you have anything else you want to cover today? Um, no, the Brooklyn Nets, they have the worst defensive rating in the league. So the worst, they're the worst defensive team in the NBA. They rank 30th. We're ranked 10th in defensive rating. Um, our offensive rating is ranked 25th and they rank 20, they rank 14th um, points in the paint. We're ninth points in the paint allowed per game. We're ranked first in the NBA. So we're doing a really good job protecting the paint. I think that is uh, a big part of that is because of Porzingis. Uh, but like you said, the guys that I'm looking at that to have a better, to have a big game, like I said, Gafford. And I really do want to see Denny um, finish around the rim on layups. He's made some really good moves, but he's got to finish a hundred dollar move. 10 cent. Fin- he has to finish around the rim. Um, and I, I want to see Rui off the bench. I think Rui's going to have a good game tomorrow night too, but I, I think Porzingis is going to have another big game tonight. I mean, tomorrow night. Yes, sir. I, I definitely agree. I think this is a win. I'm going to go ahead and predict it. Hmm. 107 to 96. I'm going to call it. We're going okay, to okay. DM up. Is this, is this in D.C.? This is. It's a home game. Yeah, it's, it's in Chocolate game. City. So, hey. It yeah, is. I think it's going to be okay. a dub, man. Okay. I'm going to go with the dub, too. I don't know what kind of jerseys they're wearing. I don't know if they're wearing the, the 25th anniversary jerseys. I haven't seen anything about that. Not that it matters, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with the dub too. I think it's gonna be really close, 105 to 102. I think Kevin Durant misses a uh, game tying three pointer to send it to overtime. He misses that shot, 
and uh, we win against the Nets and we go to five and four. Oh man, we getting suspenseful. <laughs> okay, I can roll with it. All right, cool. So, all right, everybody, thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on Aussie app, YouTube, wherever you get the podcast. Again, check me and my dude, the real Ada Oliver, out on Twitter and Instagram. Friday night at home against the Brooklyn Nets. Show, watch, show your support, and let's get this dub. Everybody have a good night and peace. Peace. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.